Hello again, friends. This is Doing the Ditch Podcast, back with you for another night, another recap, a two-day recap, actually, of Doing the Ditch with Captain Greg Parker and Captain Jeff Haddock. Captain Greg, as always, tuning in to us by phone. Captain Greg has had an eventful two days. Why don't we get right into it, Captain Greg? Tell me, give me a little brief recap about the last two days. How was it out there? Yesterday was, was pretty good, Grady. All jokes aside, uh, it was a good run from Charleston to, to Isle of Hope, Georgia. And uh, it was pretty. Um, there were several areas that got a little lumpy uh, because of the wind and the front that's been going up the East Coast. It's just training itself up. And uh, it's just it's inundating people with rain in, in the Carolinas and so forth. And yesterday, got through it. Uh, had a had a decent day. I really did. Had uh, we had a good day, and it uh, it was quite the difference today. Um, we left Isle of Hope. I ran about an hour, and everything was fine. It, it was no no issues. And then all of a sudden, I mean, the bottom came out, and we ran into a really good swath of of storms. I mean, it wasn't just rain; it was it was storms, and it rained. We we had to. Of course, we had to file weather gear on. Grady, it was raining so hard, we literally had to come to a stop because it was hitting you in the face. You know, I made reference to the rain feeling like BBs hitting you in the face. Well, today it stepped it up, and it felt like needles. And we literally had to stop. And we put the top up just to take the edge off. And the wind was blowing, honest to goodness, it was blowing a steady 20 for about four hours, and as the storm sails came through, uh, as you can imagine, the winds came with it, and it was gust. There's no way we could tell, but I'm going to guess gust upwards of 35, and the second time we put the top up, again, we we just had to do something to take the edge off. It literally, I thought we had lost the top. I mean, it was it was actually bending and, and moving and it was just it was blown straight up as if it was being sucked off the boat and I don't think I don't think it bent the top but to be perfectly honest at that point in time I didn't care if it bent it uh I just I just wanted to some coverage or some description so we literally had to put the top down when that rain stopped we had been at a perfect standstill we just it was impossible to go any further the water in the boat was over the top of our boots, um, so it was it was a bunch of water, and there's no way we could go forward and let it bail itself. So it uh, it got it got intense. There's no question. Then the lightning picked up the pace, and then that's when it that's when it really started to get more real than it has. You know, it's one thing to have some wind and and have big water and and lumpy water, but uh, but when you throw the lightning in, that's that's a different ball game, and as you as you know, and if people looking at the Garmin uh, tracking and you go on Google Earth and you start looking at some of these areas, you're in the middle of nowhere for a long, long period of time. And that's exactly where we found ourselves when the lighting started. I mean, we, we had no choice. We were committed. There was no reason to turn around. There was nowhere to go. So we kept pressing forward. And we finally made our way to uh, St. Simon Island. And we took on fuel, and then we had to cross that inlet 
and that body of water. Um, and then as we kept on, Brady, it was getting so big when we got to St. Andrews signed. The actual proper uh, path for the ditch carries you through St. Andrews Sound, and you're almost almost open water. And it was blowing so hard, there was no way on earth we could we couldn't manage that water. No way. So we got the actual paper charts out, believe it or not, and we went old school here, and we found a path through the marsh, kind of an alternate route, and it added 10 miles in the rain, and some of these areas were less than 30 yards wide. But there was plenty of water, and uh, we went from nowhere to really being nowhere. But uh, but greater we had Fernandina Beach. We made it, and uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's been something. I, I don't mind telling you. I'm tired of foul weather gear. I'm tired of rain. And... Uh, I'm tired of standing in water, but uh, but thank the good Lord we're here and we're safe, buddy. There you go, there you go. And like I said, I know you're getting uh, good use. You got your money's worth out of that foul weather gear already. So here's, you know, fingers crossed, hoping that, um, you know, some of the weather will subside and you can have an enjoyable uh, rest of the way down to Miami. Uh, Captain Greg, before we, we let you go, because I know you're dog tired, tell us a little bit about your your mindset when, you know, you're, you're, you're going along and, you know, if you've been boating long enough, you've probably run into this where, you know, these storms just pop up and, you know, I don't care how, how vigilant you are about looking at the weather reports, because I know you are, if there's one thing I, you know, I know about you, you, you check the weather frequently and, and you're checking the wind and you're checking all that. But, you know, to your point, you could be in the middle of nowhere and then all of a sudden these freak things come up. Tell me a little bit about your, your mindset. And you talked a little bit about how you kind of just had to stay calm and, and, and find an alternate route that, was, that ended up being uh, much safer, maybe a little bit longer. But what's your, what's your mindset when something like that comes up? Grady, you have, to, you have to be prepared from the moment you step on the boat. Anything can go wrong on the water, and when it goes wrong on the water, you've got a much bigger problem than you would if something goes wrong on land, um, simply because you just, first of all, you can't drink at all, and, and you can't swim in fire weather gear, so you, you have to be on your toes. It is a very mentally fatiguing process, but, uh, but you just have to, you have to be prepared for anything, and if you don't get anything, well, good. You, you, you were prepared. You were on your toes. But you, you don't have a choice but to be vigilant as to how you're going to approach a situation. Communication is the key. And, and before I leave the dock with anybody, and, if, and you've seen this firsthand when you and I were leaving the dock, I'm going to talk to you about how we're going to leave it. Will we leave stern first, bow first? What line do we take off first? How, how do we approach um, the ramp coming back? We discuss everything before we leave the dock. And and Jeff and I are treating this no different. And we had talked about how we wanted to do it, where we stowed the, the gear to get to it quickly. It's it's a process. It's a process, but it's a mindset. And and once you get in that mindset, you you – you, you can't go wrong. I mean, things can go haywire, but if you're already on your toes, you're already anticipating, then at least you can at least stay calm to the point of making a decision, and that's the key. 
stay calm, make a sound decision, and then commit to it. That that's the mindset. Right. No, that makes sense. Like I said, uh, and and kudos to you guys for you know getting there safely and doing what you needed to do. And like you say, communication is key with everybody um, on board. Well, Captain Greg, tell us a little bit about what your plan is uh, for tomorrow. If all you know things go well, and hopefully, like I said, fingers crossed, you don't get any weather. Uh, where where would you like to be uh, by the end of, of tomorrow night? The ultimate goal is to uh, is to end up in Daytona. We're going to go to uh, we're actually going to be at the Cock House Marina in St. Augustine, taking on fuel. And the first half of that run is, is approximately 60 miles. And then uh, once we do that, then we're going to make our way to, to Daytona. And um, that's another roughly 55, 56 miles. So it's not, a, it's not an extremely long day. Um, but, again, the weather, the, weather makes it, the, the weather makes it long. There's no question. I mean, you can run in good water, good weather, and, and everything works like clockwork. And – you've had a great day. Well, as long as you get to where you're going safely, you've had a great day. But uh, but the ultimate destination is Daytona Beach. Awesome, awesome. Well, like I said, fingers crossed that you have good weather and, and certainly have safe safe travels. Captain Greg, we know uh, that you and Jeff are, are dog-tired. We do appreciate you taking a little bit of time to talk with us and check in. Uh, we'll let you, like I said, get, get the head on the pillow and get some rest before you take off, I know, early tomorrow. Those of you listening in, please continue to spread the word, uh, like, comment, subscribe, visit doingtheditch.com. That's where we house just about everything. You can find out where Captain Greg and Captain Jeff are via uh, Garmin, Garmin Explorer. Really nice feature, lets you know exactly where they are in real time. Definitely continue to follow along. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, I bet you can find Doing the Ditch. Uh, continue to follow along, listen, and reach out and contact us. Um, for Captain Greg, my name is Grady Edwards of Waterman Media. Again, encouraging you, don't wait to live, reach out and grab it all.